Welcome back, everybody, to the SideQuest Podcast. This is Eric, and today I'm joined by only one half of the duo of the SideQuest Podcast, or trio, I guess we are. Uh, Justin, how are you tonight, sir? You know, I'm doing well. It's good to not be interrupted right off the bat. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, this is this is a very somber episode, but yes, I, I am doing yeah. well. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, that's good. I know we had a busy weekend. We'll definitely touch on that in this episode, but... Normally, you know, this podcast is light, it's airy, it's fun, it's comedy, um, and we don't often get serious like that one episode of Fresh Prince, but we have some very, very sad news to talk about tonight, and so, as you're aware, you know, Jeff uh, was not able to make it tonight uh, because he was too busy for us, Um, so we just decided to go ahead without him, but... Uh, the, the real tragic news is that one of our longtime listeners uh, from day one, one of our day ones, uh, Palindrome Jedi, has uh, tragically informed us that the Space Jam website, the original from 1996, is no longer in service. They have taken it down. They have taken away the 90s and put that chapter of history to bed. So a very, very quick moment of silence for the Space Jam website. And that being said, uh, we have a very, very special guest to fill Jeff's shoes and and then some, which is the Palindrome Jedi. Welcome to the show, Anna. Very much appreciated for you coming on tonight. Hello. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. So you informed us, I think it was a week or two ago, you sent us a message and basically said, like, guys, bad news. (laughs) The Space Jam website is down. And I honestly, that was my link to the past. I felt like such a deep, like, stake in my heart go through when you said that. I know. I know. Our hearts dropped when that (laughs) news broke. Um, I mean, who wouldn't go there just to see there? To see if maybe you'd get a virus from the 1996 <laughs> internet. Yeah. 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 You know what's funny is like I, I would frequent that site a couple times a year just to go back and like really just take it all in. Like that was the 90s, like the look, the feel. It's almost like a 12-year-old kid could make that website nowadays. Just the way <laughs> the graphics, the design, like it's so corny and cheesy, but it was always good to go back to. I miss it. Yeah, it looks like one of those uh, sites we would make in school when we were kids when you were playing around on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> something on Angel Fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, it was nice to visit a website that wasn't riddled in like bullshit and ads and you have to click out of 10 boxes just to get to the good stuff. Like you click on videos, it took you to videos. You click on behind the scenes, you would have these like super small pixelated pictures of like Michael Jordan and the three... <laughs> dudes that are in like the full-on green suits <laughs> like back oh. when that was cool technology <laughs> um but yeah but I, I i know that it's now updated with the new website with the lebron james and like who gives a shit bring back the old one and anna i think just before the show you were mentioning that did somebody bring it back to life or, or is crisis averted yeah so i don't know if um everyone's sadness kind of spurred that decision but so there's spacejam.com which is the new updated terrible website and then there's spacejam.com slash 1996 which is the old beloved website oh. Oh, so it, it, i'm on it right now it's up and running 
Okay, good. Well, everybody out there, crisis averted. <laughs> we're, we're so sorry to take you down that sad um, talk track earlier. So um, imme- immediate and emergency apology are in order. So sorry, everybody. Hope we didn't get you too far down. But that's cool. I- I'm glad it's still up. I It had to have been the internet screaming for that to come back because I felt that immediately. So good news. Yeah. Good news. In other news, this was a busy Monday. This was a busy weekend, busy Monday. So... The Shang Tree, wow, Shang Tree. Uh, that's a new movie. Shang Chi and what is it? The Ten Rings or something? Legend of the Ten Rings. Oh yeah. The new teaser just came out today. That was. I, I feel like Marvel does a good job at just like, hey guys, are you going back to work Monday? Yep. You know it would be cool. <laughs> well, yeah, what? Oh, here you go. New teaser. It's like, oh shit, here we go. Awesome. So, what'd you guys think about it, Justin? You know, I, I so I will admit when it comes to Shang-Chi and his lore, I'm not the most well-versed. So most of what I know about um, that property and the legend of the Ten Rings comes just from doing independent research. I think that the trailer looked pretty Van Damme. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm super excited. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm excited for two reasons. Okay. One... The first of all, because we get the Mandarin back and as the actual Mandarin, not just an orange. <laughs> yep. Um, and and uh, as an extension of that, they have to tie the rest of the MCU back into this, like because this isn't a one-off. Shang Chi is he's a coming and he he's a part of the MCU. Yeah. And two, and take this with a grain of salt for all that you will, there's a lot of leaks and rumors that potentially hint that there might be some mutant level energy going on in this tournament. Hmm. Interesting. So it's like, it's almost like, Mar- yeah, from what I gathered from the teaser, it's almost like Marvel's Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what do you think about it, uh, Anna? Did you get a chance to give it a viewing? I did. I viewed it earlier today. I I don't know much about that whole side of things. I mean, I thought it looked like not a Marvel movie. It just looked like a 90s action movie that should have had like Keanu Reeves in it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm always excited to watch the Marvel stuff. So um, if there are any X-Men related things in it, I would be very excited. But I don't trust them anymore because of what they did in WandaVision. So Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. I'm with you both. Um, I don't know much about Shang-Chi at, at all. Uh, didn't really look into it at all. I just knew from what I read that, yeah, the Mandarin, the real one, was going to be in it, which is cool. And Justin, like you said, you're right. They have to tie it back. They're, they're going to have to have some kind of story like where the fuck was this guy while the world was falling apart? Like, are they just going to have to retcon everything or did this, you know, what, what timeline are we in? What year is it? Because I feel like now they're almost like painting themselves into a corner to be like, Mm -hmm. Ooh, now we got to insert this guy between 1991 and 1992 because you know, not nothing was really happening then. And this is when it all took place, but which, yeah, I really hope they don't do that because that's going to really diminish the world that they've built. But a real quick side quest, because we have to talk Mandarin. We'll come back to Shang-Chi. But how pissed were you both, if at all, when Iron Man 3 and the Mandarin wasn't the Mandarin? He was just some some English actor. Uh, ben Kingsley, awesome job. Awesome actor, you know, in all sense of the word. But I was so pissed. How Were you guys pissed at all when that reveal happened? I was so let down. 
you know, I, I definitely was. I am the Mandarin. Never <laughs> <laughs> um, see just, me coming. <laughs> it's just I don't see the point in doing what they did. It's the same thing with the boner joke in Wanda Vision. Like, why all yeah. that for a penis joke? Okay, you got us good. And trust me, we appreciated the penis joke, but I yeah. mean, come on. yeah, I mean, come <laughs> on. Like that was, well, I mean, I hate to say false advertising, but they did a really good job hyping him up. Like, wow, this dude's a super badass and like kills people and this and that. But he's like, oh, sorry, you caught me out of the bathroom in my knickers. Uh, I don't know. Well, the, the thing that really pissed me off more so than that is when Killian at the end is like, I am the Mandarin. And you're like. No, you're Killian. You're not the Mandarin. Yeah, you're just like the guy that invented glowy things inside people's bodies that explode. So not a real good, um, you know, product to, to, to put in your body, especially if you don't have control over it. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like nerds ropes. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man, nerd ropes. Jeez, it's been a long time. Love those. Um, but back to Shang-Chi. So that's coming out i believe in the fall and it'll be cool it's it seemed really refreshing i was excited to just catch a brand new character that's not in movie three four five whatever it is it's i think it's pretty refreshing and i like the little hints of like crouching tiger that are in there and like the mortal Kombat vibe and like the everyday kind of like the ant-man comedy right like aquafina's in it and she seems like she's basically just going to be aquafina like she is in every movie which isn't a bad thing. She's pretty funny. Um, but those two teaming up and him kind of being like the valet attendant in San Diego or something or San Francisco. Like it just it seems like Marvel will probably have another hit on their hands and I'm sure it'll p- appeal to the masses. Um, so good luck to you, huh? Yeah. So let's I want to side quest off of that. And if you've seen Alfred Molina has opened his big yap and apparently confirmed that he 100% is in Spider-Man No Way Home as Doc Ock. Yes, I know they started to really ramp up the people, you know, just the, you can't hide anything really nowadays. Marvel does a really good job at it, but still, you can only do so much. But yeah, Doc Ock, uh, I, I did hear that. And him, I wonder if he's like just going to get taken out back and shot because I know Disney and Marvel are very tight-lipped about this stuff, but it is kind of what a Sony property, so maybe there's a little bit of gray area of who they can talk to. But yeah, that's I I don't what do you guys think is going to happen in that movie? Like where do we go in the third one, Anna, because Spider-Man's on the run, he's supposedly a convicted murderer or, you know, accused murderer. And now we're kind of talking about a multiverse. Like, what do you think is going to happen in that movie? Oh, goodness. I, I <laughs> don't question. know. <laughs> I, I'm really into these current Spider-Man movies because they're doing such a great job, finally, on try number, like, 12. Yeah. But um, I'm not sure because we're supposed to get all these different parts of the puzzle all these different characters that have been in the past ones is that what's going on yeah like jk simmons is supposedly in it dr strange jamie fox is electro alfred molina as um doc ock gar you know andrew garfield toby mcguire like it just is that all just going to be like a split second thing or are they actually going to like band together at the end and say like we no, we are the (laughs) spider-man and they lock arms and do some like giant spider thing (laughs) yeah i wonder if it's going to be just bits and pieces of this happening and then this happening and it kind of all intertwines and 
comes back to the current. I don't know. I I'm very curious to see. Yeah. I think they're they're going to do a good job on the story, but if people don't shut their lips, Justin, we're going to just get the whole story, aren't we? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's it's funny that you mentioned that cuz I'm pretty knee deep into the conspiracy theories that are MCU leaks. Yeah. And from I and again, audience, if you don't like I love spoilers. Like give me all the spoilers. Uh, if you don't want to be spoiled, then maybe you unplug for the next minute. Yeah. I don't know. But I, from what I read, it's going to be the second, third act set piece with Garfield and Maguire. Okay. And it'll be kind of like a big, like the end of um, Endgame where you just have everybody in this big, giant battle royale. Okay. Which sounds pretty effing cool to me. Yeah, I totally agree. And I'm with you there, like, for folks that are out there, like, I love the speculation theory spoilers. Like, I got, I, I have to go into it with something. Like, I have to, I like to piece together the movie or have someone kind of piece together for me. But, like, you know, obviously, if it's, like, a straight up, like, hey, here's the leaked script, like, go read it. Like, I know I would take a step back on that one. Justin, you might dive right in. But I love all the theories of, like, what could happen. Because I know a lot of times, like, when they leak stuff, quote, unquote, leak stuff, uh, it's just some, like, dude that literally does this for a living. Like, hey, feed him some bullshit, so it takes him down this rabbit hole. But I love that stuff, too. I'm with you. Well, yeah, and everything with Molina could be just uh, red herring. Well, yeah, just like fucking Paul Bettany, which I will never get over. Uh, his whole big cameo <laughs> was himself. And we won't talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier until our wrap-up episode, but that was a cameo that... Um, well, we'll just leave it at that until our wrap episode. At wrap up episode, but wrap um, up, But um, yeah, no, that, I, a lot of cool stuffs happening for Marvel. I'm so excited, and then pretty soon we're probably going to get the Eternals um, trailer, which is like a whole nother set of introductory new characters that we're not, you know, not I'm not familiar with. Maybe you guys are a little bit, um, but I just can't wait. This is this is a big year for Marvel. Welcome back. Yeah, it is. Welcome back. So. We have to talk about it because we posted all over social media and we made everybody just experience it with us. But uh, thank you both for putting on a very wonderful whiskey tasting event. It was the second, not what annual, what's the, what would the word be here? Second monthly, I guess, um, <laughs> wine taste, or wow, whiskey tasting event. <laughs> just getting it all goofied. Um, so thank you. That was awesome. What'd you guys think about about it? All credit goes to to Anna, so I'll let her jump in after I I definitely mansplained it. (laughs) So I'm sorry. (laughs) Cancelled. So cancelled. But Anna, how there was a lot of stuff that went into it. I mean, it's not it's no easy task to just set this up. There was. I mean, I love hosting little things and planning events, so I had a blast being the curator. I. I'm not a whiskey connoisseur like the rest of everyone that was there. Um, But I, you know, gathered up some little whiskey scorecards and it was very fun. And then when you guys all told me which whiskeys you brought, I had so (laughs) much power knowing what was going to happen. Um, So it was a lot of fun preparing it and seeing you guys talk about aromas and 
<laughs> all that fancy stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so for all of our listeners out there that are looking to do this themselves, Anna, what's your secret? Um, because you, you put together a little formula of like people were sending you texts of what they brought and make sure you bring in like an enclosed package. Like what's, what's your recommendation on how to do a good whiskey tasting? Yeah, so since we were doing the blind tasting, it made sense that um, only I knew what people were bringing, so no one talked about it and then perhaps could tell what they were tasting in case they'd had it in the past. So if you can have a curator, um, have them kind of arrange things and be the one to know which whiskey everyone's bringing, prepare a scorecard because we had five whiskeys, which is a lot. So it kind of makes it easier to organize your thoughts and kind of put a rating to everything. Yeah. Um, what what did you guys think was helpful with it? I I I like the way you set it up. I think five was probably like the max number we could go because after like it did not hit me at first, but after you taste five whiskeys and the glass is pretty much empty it starts to settle in a little bit. And then you find yourself with uh, Justin and Jeff doing the Macarena in the kitchen. Um, in all Things escalated quick. Yeah. So um, I think <laughs> I think for us, at least five is probably the max that I could think of. I think it was a good number and it allowed you to really um, taste and see the difference. And following your guys' lead, because you did it before me and Jess joined you guys, uh, it was cool to kind of um, be, you know, go with the tour guide into it. So, Justin, what were your thoughts? Yeah, I, I agree with with everything. And so a big shout out and thanks to Anna for being the curator and making sure that the event went off without a hitch. Um, I, the one thing that I'll say that we did this time versus the first time is we focused on everybody bringing the same style of whiskey. So we did all Kentucky. And the first time we were kind of all over the board and it didn't really make it fair in judging because somebody, cough, cough, Jeff, brought a peanut butter whiskey. So obviously we knew which one that was. So basically you just can't compare like different kinds of bourbons or rice or whiskeys against a peanut butter or a uh, cinnamon flaming hot whiskey or whatever or moonshine. You, you have to be on topic. Yeah. And for me, being a not-so-much whiskey drinker, I actually, you know, I started to enjoy it. I've never really been a big whiskey boy, and after those first couple sips, like, I really started to get into, like, okay, here's the taste, here's the flavor. There was one that was definitely really strong, and that one was tough to get through, but... Uh, like you mentioned, number yeah, number three was a, was a pain <laughs> in the ass. And, but once you, you, like you guys mentioned was once you put the ice cube in and you let it like hit the water a little bit, mix in, uh, it's a different, it's a different ball game for pretty much every drink. It's like a double, it's like a two face every single cup. Yeah, it's, it's, it's true. And for audience, if, if you're a whiskey lover and you want to step on our toes, please go ahead and, and shoot us your hate or your love. Yeah. Um, if you done something like this or if you're planning on doing something like this uh i mean there's just so much that goes into the complexities of it and for what it's worth the winner of the night was basil hayden so congratulations was, that was justin's pick yeah that was my pick good pick good pick so um one thing i want to jump into is anna you always send us in a lot of fun questions that we get to answer live on the air and it's great to have you here because now you get to answer some of your own questions, so you can't escape. We know where you live. 
Um, <laughs> so I'm just going to rattle a couple off and, and see what we get out of this. So one of your first ones was, what's the most embarrassing childhood memory that makes you cringe? So <laughs> Anna, hopefully you thought of one before you jumped on, but does, what's one that comes to mind? Oh, I have several that I think about <laughs> all the time that keep me up at night. You know, I I did think of a few. And for some reason, the ones that happened in high school tend to be more embarrassing for me. I don't know if it's because I was old enough to like know better, but we'll just go with this one. Yeah. It was freshman year in high school, and I was in math class before class started. And our teacher kind of let us goof off and draw on the board and stuff before class started so being the mature 15 year old that i was i wrote pen 15 on the board <laughs> and had very sloppy handwriting and not enough space in between the pen and the 15 and then like i didn't notice class had started so everyone was sitting down and he, the teacher was just like um why why did you write that i was just like i think i said please don't tell my parents or something <laughs> I was oh. so embarrassed. Oh my god! I'm like, I'm cringing for you in that one. That one is. Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm sitting in the seat and I just want to leave the building immediately. If especially if that were me too. Oh my god! The it pen, was just the Pen Fifteen Club. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Terrible. J Justin, what about you? The one story that comes to mind for me, I was at a comic book shop. Had to have been in second or third grade, and I was waiting for my turn to play Mortal Kombat. And there was a teenager in front of me playing. I put my quarter down on the machine. I had next. It's done deal. And he turns around. And he said, hey, I have to go to the bathroom. Can you jump in for me really quick? And I was like, holy cow, this teenager is asking me to play for him? I was like, heck yeah. So I ran up to the machine and he looked at me. And he's like, not you, kid. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> and then the, the behind me was his friend who then came over and jumped in to you know, potentially fight Goro. And I was just like, uh, it's like, wow, I can never come back to this comic yeah, book store. You, you leave immediately. You never come <laughs> back. You go to the next town over. <laughs> oh man. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's bad. That's bad. I don't know if I, can what's beat, yours, Eric. Uh, I don't know if I can you, beat you it. Have, you have to... <laughs> so <laughs> mine's definitely high school too. And I think it's because you're of the age where you start to like care uh, maybe about yourself or what other people think and shit like that. So it was gym class. I don't even know what sport we were playing. It was just kind of one of those where you like fuck around in the big gym and you have like basketball going, volleyball, whatever. And I was talking to just a couple of girls. Like I had friends that were girls and there was this asshole, like bigger kid. He was probably, I think a junior and I was a freshman. And, um, and he just like ran over. Like I was just talking to the two girls. I was kind of like dribbling the ball or whatever. And I, he literally de-pantsed me like everything. <laughs> everything down to my ankles like usually if guys try that they like give up after it goes to like the thighs or maybe the <laughs> knees no all the way down i think he bent down and like took a knee to make sure that the top brim of my elastic band <laughs> was on my ankles so i'm literally standing there holding a basketball and they just look down and laugh and then i basically pick my pants up and and like leave I just go back to the locker room. I'm like, I can never see or talk to those girls again until like next period when we're in the same class again. <laughs> God, but it was like one of those moments you just want to like curl up into a ball and just go die somewhere. You're like, okay, this is it. This is how it ends. But, oh, wow. and it just makes me cringe. It's like, oh, but you know, you get over it, you get through it. But man, Rob, if you're listening out there, you're 
probably still doing it to this day and probably in prison. So congrats. Um, <laughs> but man, yeah, that, <laughs> that, that was definitely a nice little trip down memory lane for all of us. We're just like, un, you know, opening up some wounds that we had. Um, but yeah, no, that, that was a great question. We got to keep moving on cause you have so many, but there's, we're definitely gonna have to save some for another episode and have you back on. But uh, another question you have is what was the last thing you Googled? And so I'll start because I had to look before we got on the show. I'm like, that's a great question. And looking at my history, I Google a lot of weird shit, like nothing like, I don't know that I would get put on an FBI list for. But like the last thing I Googled was like, where's my tax refund? I was just <laughs> like adult shit. Like, uh, yeah, where's my tax refund? It brings me to a website where I got to punch in all this, all these numbers. And I gave up halfway through. I'm like, yeah, that's too much work. Never mind. I'll just wait. But before that, it was like, which mulch is better, like red or brown? And that's like the dumbest <laughs> question because it's just a color. Uh, so I'll have, I have a lot of stupid Google history, but that was my last is where the fuck is my money? I need it now. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Justin, what it's, about you? It's my money and I want it now. Go <laughs> yeah. JG Wentworth. 877 catch. Um, so, okay. So for so technically the last thing I Googled was Space Jam as Anna was talking about the website and I was like, oh, I want to find the difference between the two. Yeah. Okay. Embarrassing last realistically last Google search that I did that's not work related was I Googled myself. Oh. <laughs> Okay. I uh, I Google myself every Monday because IMDb updates their star ranking on Mondays, <laughs> and I'm always curious to if I've jumped up a few thousand points or not. And I jumped up about two hundred thousand points this week. So, all right, well, good for you. That's very sir. exciting. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, you, you know, both. I'm Big I'm moment. at number one million two hundred forty-two. All right, just a, just a few few to go to the top. You'll, you'll get there. <laughs> Just keep checking. Very nice. Anna, what about you? So earlier today, I actually Googled top Google searches like of each year, which is very <laughs> interesting. I was curious. Yeah. Like, I yeah. wonder. Um, so like, give me a year and I'll, um, I'll tell you some top searches. 2011. I feel like 2011. that was, you know, it's like the next year second year into the decade maybe some cool <laughs> shit's happening okay so you know they categorize it there's like top 10 food that was googled top 10 like entertainment so entertainment we've got rebecca black is number one. Oh god right <laughs> so that brings us back <laughs> thank you for that oh my goodness <laughs> oh my god. uh people like top people that were looked up that year we've got Rihanna, Steve Jobs, Lil Wayne, um, Joel Osteen. I wonder what he did that year. Oh, boy. So it's just interesting to look. Yeah. Up. I looked at like 2001, which was very entertaining because um, the top 10 men that were searched that year, we've got number one is Nostradamus. Oh my God. Number been... two is Osama bin Laden. So Nostradamus and that whole thing from 9 11 <laughs> beat out Osama bin Laden. Oh my God. Is Vin Diesel oh, on that great. list? You know, he's not, but we've got Eminem, uh, <laughs> um, Michael Jackson, Josh Hartnett, because he was a big heartthrob back then. Yeah. <laughs> where did he go? Psyquest, where's Josh Hartnett? I think he was in like one movie recently, but he's kind of fell off the face of the earth. 
Yeah, I don't know. He did that one show that was on like Showtime or something. Yeah. What was that? And then no more. No more. I just he was a big deal. Pearl Harbor, him and Baffleck fighting over what's her face. Um, God, Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, Kate Beckinsale. That was a weird story of a movie. Shout out to Michael Bay, but. Oh, yeah. It's like a three-hour, 30-minute movie or some shit like that. It was insane. It was intense. Uh, Great question. I think we have time for one more, and I like this one probably because my answer is the same for both, but you asked, what would you consider to be the best purchase you ever made and what would be the worst? And so I'll start because mine was (laughs) one and the same, was my right when 4K TVs came out, I bought a 4k TV for just an exorbitant amount of money that I saved up for it. And it was the best and the worst best because I was like the first to have a 4k TV, but the worst, because now you can get one for like $150 for like 50 inches. (laughs) So I, I just spent all that money for really no reason. I could have just waited a couple of years. So Awesome question. <laughs> and the coolest person. Yeah, I was the coolest for a little bit. We were able to watch like two movies on it because 4K didn't really exist yet. Um, just like the demo. I would just show the demo real people and they're like, cool, yeah. Okay, we're going to go outside now. Okay. Um, Anna, what about you? Best purchase and worst purchase? So for best, okay, I'll do like a grown-up one and then like a fun one. <laughs> yeah. Because the best recent purchase for my adulthood is blackout curtains yes (laughs) i can actually like sleep and not get woken up by the sun it's amazing and then my my best um like fun purchase i would say are the anchorman bobbleheads that i have which justin helped me get too but i love those and they make me happy to look at yeah um (laughs) you know it's where my priorities are so the worst (laughs) the worst I'll do the same. So the worst is the condo that we bought in 2008 because the market crashed right after and it sucks and we're upside down and I'm not happy. It's not a good investment. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I could definitely do that. <laughs> <laughs> and then the worst not grown up purchase would have to be the video game Anthem because that's the worst $60 I ever spent on a game that was not good. Still yeah. regret that day. I know. I, <laughs> I know it's definitely been touched on in previous episodes where I think Jeff mentioned it and he was like just so out of sorts. Just like, it. I don't know what the fuck happened. It was supposed to be cool. And so many glitches and so many bugs, you know, reference type stuff. Um, so, yeah, that's that does suck. I hate that more than anything. Just like you expect one thing and you get another and it's just a big pile of shit. It was supposed to be so cool. RIP your wallet on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Justin, what about you? So I want to tackle it the same way that Anna did. As an adult, the worst purchase is easily that that stupid condo. (laughs) Why didn't an adult tell us this was a bad idea? (laughs) I don't know. We were 22, 23 years old. What do we know? We were so proud to just buy our own place. Yeah, shut up, man. Just sign the papers. Okay. <laughs> Are you guys sure? There's a collapse is happening. Just do it. Yeah. If only, if only. Uh, outside of that, worst purchase as a kiddo would probably be a Demolition Man action figure of Simon Phoenix that I bought. And as soon as I opened the packaging, the leg fell off. So I was pretty <laughs> upset about that. Oh, oof. 
that's no good. Seven dollars to this day that I'm not happy about. Did you get it from Venture? <laughs> no, it was Toys R Us. Ah, uh. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so best purchase as a we'll, we'll go reverse. Best purchase as a kid, also a Toys R Us purchase. There's a board game that came out in 1992, 93 called X Men Alert, which is just so much fun. Fast forward to 2021, we still play this board game that I picked up for like five bucks. It's the amazing fun. Still on it. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, I I have never played that, and I didn't hear about it until you mentioned it. Like I I am so curious. So next time we stop by, we'll definitely have to check it out, dust it off, <laughs> and and play it's some. so much fun. So uh, uh, yeah, what else did what, we have? Best, I, I have to do a best purchase as an adult. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say my dog Fallon. Fallon, oh, you make me. <laughs> if you can hear us, we know you can. She gets real excited with that. She does. She's sitting right here. Shout out to <laughs> Fallon. Now I feel like a jerk for not choosing her for mine. <laughs> That's okay. We can all share our best and worst. Um, but yeah, this was awesome. Uh, Anna, thanks so much for joining us. We have a lot of great questions to go still on future episodes. So we'll definitely have to have you back. So thanks for being a, a breath of fresh air. Jeff, we miss you. But hey, it was nice to have Anna on and fill your shoes. We are a little bit, it was a little bit more exciting, I think. What do you think, Justin? So what what we definitely have to talk about now is how we're ending the episode because it obviously all falls on Anna's shoulders. Yeah. So Anna, Great. you have to make a noise, and we got to figure out what that is. What what did we just talk about? The the X Men Alert game. Um, oh my gosh. Well, what about like going back to your Google searches? Um, what would Notre Dame sound like after he <laughs> ate um, after he ate a number six from McDonald's? Love this. This That's is happening. Number six. Oh. Oh.